0: Welcome to the weekly podcast of River Valley Church. We're glad you're here. Our heart is to lead people to Jesus and launch them into their God-given purpose. So we pray you would encounter God in a fresh, new way today. To learn more about our church, visit rivervalley.org. Now, let's tune in to this week's message. All right, I wanna speak to our church family here and uh, let you know that I changed the message for this week. And uh, I wanna let you know that I really pastor our church. I don't just see myself as the designated preacher. I really pastor this church. And uh, you've got to know my heart is, I wish I knew everyone's name in our church and could be there for every baby dedication, do everything, I mean, that's my heart. I pastor this church and I have that burden pastoring the church. And even though I can't do that, we have an amazing team that does so much of that. There are moments in our church's trajectory where I need to stop And Pastor a moment and uh, this is one of those that I need to pastor Um, For those of you that are aware last week 30 minutes before our Saturday night service um, I received the text I was prepping going over my notes ready to preach the sermon and I received a text from Mandy Richards That her husband Anthony had just passed away that he had died and 30 minutes and he was a, a campus pastor for us at our Crosstown campus and if you can imagine, you know, I'm waiting in the wings, ready to come into church. People are starting to come in, and I get this text, and it, it, it just shook me down and, and to my core – um, and in and, and, and such a large church One of the things that I see is Our staff are the team that I get to uh, Pastor in a close proximity still And then I especially love our preacher's kids And write them a birthday card every year And give them a gift And, and so there's certain things that are just moments I just, I said I'm dropping everything And I, I looked at the team I said I'm going to the hospital with Becca right now We're leaving, we're leaving And they said we'll show an old message From last year or two years ago Or something like that and I, I, I just said, no, call Terry Parkman, and don't tell him what has happened, but tell him he's preaching. And so church didn't know this. Yeah. They said, what if he doesn't answer the phone? I said, well, Davy just walked by. He's next man up after Terry. All right. <laughs> Literally. And uh, can we just show our appreciation to Pastor Terry with 20 minutes notice, bringing the word last week. So we went up to the hospital and we ministered to Mandy and George and Emma was away at college and, and we were there with uh, Mandy and George at the hospital. I just want you to know this, I want to pass you in this moment, you wonder what you say. Um, I said the name of Jesus a thousand times. You know, I just prayed in the spirit, I said the name of Jesus, we hugged them, we, we stood with them, we were just there with them, uh, both Beck and I and there were others, uh, Todd Flechick was there and Keith and Kristen Peterson. And, we just were the body of Christ and no, no great words were shared, but there was a great word proclaimed, the name of Jesus. And, and we were there in that moment. Um, and then I'll continue on and, and, and I, I went to um, the Crosstown Campus then Sunday morning and I went to the Crosstown Campus and I ministered to them. And so while the rest of the church saw Pastor Terry, um, Crosstown Campus saw me ministering to them and caring for them. And I was reminded in, a, in life, and in multi-site church, like, the bitter and the sweet can happen simultaneously. The, the sweet word of God was preached, and Terry brought it to all the other campuses, and yet the bitter was there in the grief, and we were grieving because the Bible gives us permission to do that, not like those who have no hope, but we still grieve and miss, and we were shocked in all this, and, and, and Anthony had had an aneurysm in his spleen, and, and it was something that we couldn't see, nobody could see. It was very rare. It just happened, and and so we're, we're grieving in that moment, but there was, the, again, the sweet of the word and the grief there. And then I noticed that at our multi-site, again, another campus was celebrating. Um, City campus just got their building. If you don't know that, we purchased the building um, known as the Aria or the June Loon, and and right down there in the North Loop. So they're celebrating that. And by the way, if I could pause for just a moment, um, we were able to buy that building. If you know what I was referencing in the sermon, many times I would say, like, there's other Kingdom Builders things that we're working on. There's projects, and praise God, and maybe in the offering I, I alluded to, I couldn't say it. But when the Kingdom Builders went over by $3 million over what we were anticipating, that was, we had prayed as a board, an elder board. We said, we need to buy this building, but we need the down payment. As soon as we prayed, it unlocked the generosity. Without you even knowing, you raised the money to buy the building, the down payment. So glory to God. So, so City Campus is celebrating that. We, you're hearing the word of God from Terry, and we're dealing with this at Crosstown. And I realize, again, the bitter and the sweet simultaneously going on. And I want you to pray for our Crosstown campus right now. I want you to pray for them and even Crosstown as they're watching this. I want you to know that we, we're praying with you. We are standing with you. Even last week, all the campuses got a shorter update and they were praying with you. And um, I just want you to know that they're, they're receiving comfort, they're receiving care. And this Wednesday, we will have uh, Pastor Anthony's memorial service and celebration of life. We've had to wait for his family to come in from Australia when I ended this, and you're like, where's he going? Remember, I'm pastoring this moment. I'm pastoring this church. Um, when we ended the services, I made this statement, and I said, um, prior to the service, somebody came up, and they said, Pastor Anthony had big shoes, and, and for those of you that may not have known him, um, he had big shoes, and a big voice, and a, and a big presence, and they said, we'll, we'll, we'll try to fill his shoes. I said, you can't fill his shoes. I don't want you to. And I just made this statement. I said, I just want you to take one one-hundredth of it and do what you can, like, Whatever you have, just take one one one-hundredth of his shoes and do that. And as I spoke that over the church, I felt it was prophetic for our Crosstown campus, but I also felt it was prophetic for our whole church to stop and to say, what is the one one-hundredth of anything that we need to pick up? What is the gift that God has given to us that we need to to step into more? What What is it that God has placed in you that the body of Christ needs you to function in? And so I changed the sermon, and I'm changing the message today to this, which is there's more in you. There's more in you. There is more in you, and, and you have to grab this. Second Timothy 1, 6 and 7, the Apostle Paul is telling this to Timothy. He says, for this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. And the Apostle Paul is saying, there's more in you. There's more in you. Fan it into flame. And what I want to speak over our church right now is there's more in you. And this uh, moment that was ministering in Crosstown Campus last week just made me realize, for all the campuses, I want us all on the same page, there's more in you. And we need you to use your gifts We need you to use your talents And so many people at Crossroads said Man we really admired Pastor Anthony's passion And his fire and his prophetic gift And those things that I said I love that you admired them And I want you to understand there's gifts in you And I'm speaking to Woodbury and Faribault And, and City Campus and Apple Valley. You know you start naming It's like naming your kids You can't name you And then you forget so, All the kids And Maple Grove And online All right sorry. Okay. <laughs> There's more in you. There is more in you. You got to hear this right now. God has you here for a purpose. God has you and He has gifts within you, and you need to realize this and fan those into flame so that the mission can be completed and we can move forward. The first thing you have to realize is you have gifts. You have gifts. Every single one. God gives us gifts. And Paul reminds Timothy, most likely the gift that he was speaking about was a gift of prophecy that was on Timothy's life. He's like, hey, Timothy, you know this gift that is there. Fan it in the flame. Now, interesting thing, the apostle Paul is like encouraging Timothy all the time. If you read 1st and 2nd Timothy, it's like Timothy needs a pep talk like every other week. How many kids you know? And I thought, he is a true, like, he's like a Minnesotan. How many know what I'm talking about? Like, come on, you can do it. Come on, get in there. All right, and those of you that are watching around the world, you don't know, like, but Minnesotans are like, no, no, it's okay, it's okay. Yeah. Like, come on, there's more in you. There's more in you. Paul was uh, saying, like, you have gifts. We all have gifts. Matter of fact, he's teaching in First Corinthians 12. We all have gifts, every single one of us. He says in First Corinthians 12, 4-7, through 7, there are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of uh, service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and everyone, it's the same God at work. Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. I'm telling you there's more in you. There's more in you. There's gifts that are there. And so instead of saying, like, do I have gifts? You should be saying, what is my gift? What are my gifts? You might have multiple gifts, and you should be saying this over and over again. If you don't know, you've heard it from me over and over again. You're going to hear it again today we have a a class called Welcome Home. It's the first thing. It used to be called Next. It's called Welcome Home, and you can sign up for that, and you can find out where your gifts are. You have gifts. So you should be saying, what is my gift? And if you don't know, figure it out. You should be saying, who will it impact? That's a better question than do I have gifts. Who will it impact? Where where will it be used? Where will this gift be used? You say, "Uh, you know, why am I not using it already? And by the way, if you have strong gifts, don't come to the church and then do small ministry when you have strong gifts what does that mean you say like i i have a gift of leadership i have a gift of faith i have a gift of this and then you say like you know what i'll do i'll I'll park cars and there's nothing wrong with parking cars but I'm just blown away. We're like, I run this Fortune 500 company. I'm a CEO and all this, And, and you know, I'm going to park. And I'm like, and again, there are some people that it's life-giving for them to park cars. And that's exactly how God's created them. And there are other people you're supposed to be leading something. And you're like, I'm, you know, and it makes me think about like, have you ever done a move for somebody at a house? And you walk in and there's all sorts of boxes. And you see big, strong guys take really light boxes. You're like, oh, no, 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 no. Strong guys are taking the bedroom set. The old guys are taking the light box. Yeah, like, <laughs> glory of old men is their gray hair or their gray hair, or they color black. All right, you know, that's what it is. I, I got wisdom and you got strength, carry the heavy things. You have heavy gifts, carry heavy ministry. Stir it up, it's there for a reason. You have gifts and there's so many, I won't even go into there's teaching, wisdom, faith, healing, discerning spirit, speaking, leadership, influence, prayer, faith. You understand there's so many gifts and they're from God, he's the source and they're for his glory. And so we're going to use them. This weekend I was uh, talking to one of uh, uh, the leaders in our church and they were talking about their small group and how God just showed up. And they said, we've been leading this small group for so long and God just showed up and there were tears and there was ministry and that's a gift being used. That's a gift being used. And I just thank God for every one of the gifts. And these gifts that we have, they are supposed to be hot. They are supposed to be hot. He says to Timothy, fan it into flame. Fan it into flame. Uh, There's other translations. I love it. The Holman translation says, keep it ablaze. Another one says, keep it alive. Kindle afresh. One translation says, keep feeding the white hot flame of God's gift. They are supposed to be white hot. I mean, if you look at the early church, fire and heat were all over the early church. They were so on fire for God, people thought they were drunk. Think about that. They're like, whoa, the church is wasted. No, the church is not wasted. The church is on fire. That's what's going on. It's too early in the morning to be wasted. We are on fire for God. And here we come. The church is on fire. And it's amazing. Like We just, we just have this cool down. We can't have a cool down church. One, one preacher, CM Ward, he said, scientists can't figure out how to make a light It doesn't give off heat but the church has figured out how to have the light and not give off heat Ooh, ouch we have the light and we got to give off heat we got to fan it into flame we've got to stir it up fire is hot but it can get hotter and I'm praying that we'll get it hotter and I just remember my dad used to have like you know he used to love to cook with charcoal and he'd put the charcoal and stack it up put the fluid on and start the fire and then he'd get the air compressor out and it'd be going, heat he that hold that hole's it'd be blasting the air on there, and those coals would be just glowing, and they'd be getting, and I was just like, that's so efficient, you know, like, you know, get it hot, you are supposed to have a heat in you, a fire in you. I'm just telling you, we lost a, a, a spark plug to the team. Okay. He was a spark bug. He was a a fiery person. And there is no doubt about it. We need to take a, a page from his life and say, I want to be fired up. I want to take a page from the Apostle Paul speaking to Timothy. Like, it's time for you to be a hot Christian. It's time for you to up the ante and turn it up a degree and step it up one hundredth or whatever you're going to do. People say like, oh, you're one of those Christians. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. I am. I am unashamedly passionate for Jesus, okay? I mean, these people are like so crazy for sports and painting their face and their cars all decked out and they got, you know, tribute in their yard or for politics. Have you ever seen people for politics and they're wearing those stupid outfits at those caucuses and they're running around and I'm just like, it's just politics, that's all it is. I mean, I want to be known as on fire for Jesus. I want to be, like, hot for Jesus. And, and I can tell you this. The world does not like it. The world doesn't like it. They say, could you please um, just stay tame? Social. Do social good. We like that. You know, matter of fact, if you could do a couple bake sales and block parties that we like, you know, that's good. That's good. Don't come into the neighborhood. Don't do that. You know, stay over there. Don't take new territory. We just want this church to be tame. And, and the church was never meant to be tame. There was something about it that was on fire and saying, like, so we're gonna serve hot meals to the homeless and we're gonna have that fire of God inside of us. And we're gonna be showing the love of God. We don't wanna do anything out there without that passion and that fire. And I'm saying, stir up the gift that's in you. Whatever gift you have, start using it more for his glory and for his honor. Now there's things that keep us from Using it, Um, there's things that keep us from using our gifts. Some of you are fearful right now. You're fearful. You have a gift and you're like, I don't know. I'm afraid of stepping out and doing that. What if nobody shows up? What if I say the wrong thing? What if I do? There's a lot of grace and a lot of love right here now. I want you to step and stir up into your gift and, and overcome that fear. Don't let fear keep you from moving ahead in the gifts that you have. I want you to move ahead. Some, some people say, well, I, I get so busy. The cares of the world, it just, it, it takes it away. We need to slow down from the things that don't matter and focus on the thing that really matters and say, God, I want to use my gifts for your glory and for your honor. And we are encouraged to stir up our gifts. Like, just like Paul said to Timothy, like, stir up the gifts, stir up the gifts. Now, I, and I want to give you some practical ways to do this because like, it'd be fun for like Stir up the gifts, come on everybody, stand up, cheer. You know, all right, I, I want to, I want to encourage you, but I also want to give you practical steps on how to stir up the gifts that are in you. First of all, you've got to know where they are. you got to know what they are. You've got to know what they are, and once you know what they are, you've got to figure out where, God, are you going to use it here in your church and for your glory. Once you know what it is and where it can be used, then you're going to— I, I just want you to do this very simple. very are ready? This is going to be really, really, really revelation. If you want to grow in your gifts, you want to stir them up, first of all, you have to use your gift. All right? I know that's really— that was really a tough one right there. Write that in. Use your gift, all right? Gifts are like muscles. Gifts are like muscles, and the more you use them, the stronger they get. So if you're going to stir it into, and fan it into flame, you have to start using it. You, have to, you may not know this, but like when I did my first sabbatical, and I was gone for a month. It was years ago. I did my first sabbatical. After four weeks of not preaching, I came back in, and I was just like, how do you do this? Like, uh, I got a sermon. Uh, like, I mean, you would think four weeks, but it was just, I, I, I. week after week after week of using the gift, and then all of a sudden four weeks of not, I know you think like four weeks, but four weeks of not using it, I came back in and I was like, whoa, I I, I need to note to self, preach to the mirror on your next sabbatical or something, you know, stay sharp. There's something about when you use your gifts, then they fan into flame, they get stronger. And and, and some of you right now, you say, well, yeah, I, I used to do this in my old church. Okay, if you used to do it there, we need you to start using it here you say we need some of you well i'm wounded if i've used this before but i I say even to wounded people you gotta get up and okay wounded people start with parking duty and then move your way all right and uh, by the way i love our parking team (laughs) i do i just have visions of it's minus six and they're out there you know like and i'm like okay i love you guys all right um wave at the parking team all right uh but but if you're wounded, like start at something that maybe doesn't take a, a, a ton out of you in that way, and you get back. When I had my heart attack, I was like, I had a heart attack, and they said, get up, start walking. I was like, I had a heart attack, and they're like, get walking. As part of your recovery, you need to get moving again. Get moving. So you come in and say, I'm wounded, I'm hurt. Hey, we need you to fan into flame the gift. And you wonder how it's going to happen? It's going to happen by you starting to use it. And as you use it, God is going to continue to grow it and fan it into flame. Another thing, with your gift, you have to keep improving your gift. Okay, so you're using your gift and you're gonna keep improving your gift. Okay, you, you, you may not realize this. I am reading books on leadership all the time because God has gifted me with the gift of leadership. I am constantly reading books on leadership, okay? I am constantly stretching myself. I, as a speaker, I will watch other people and I will study how they speak and how they communicate and the mannerisms that they do. I'm constantly improving this. Um, one of the things I do is I watch 52 TED Talks a year, 52 TED Talks. I'm like, I, I, and I learn about all sorts of things. I had no idea, but I'm watching the way these experts are, and sometimes they just nail it, and it's right where I'm at. And this one guy, Eduardo Braseno, did a talk, how to get better at the things you care about. And so I, I was like, how do I, how, he's, how do you get better? And, I, and, and, and he said, if you perform and you practice, those people get the best at what they do if you perform and you practice. And so some of you miss the training meeting. You're like, uh, you have a training meeting and they're gonna train you a new way to do, like I'll just pick something, you're know, like, hey, we're gonna do a small group leaders meeting and we're gonna try to teach people how to be a better small group leader. You're like, I got it. I got it. I'm just gonna run my small group. You know, no, you, you, you practice and you perform. And when you do that, you're gonna get better at your gifts. W- what if our worship team never said, you know, like I'm not practicing. Matter of fact, again, Uh, Same meeting that I had with this family Their son is on our worship team this weekend And we get done with the meal And the son said I'm going to go practice For worship tonight Isn't that interesting I'm going to go practice And I looked at him I said you're so good You're going to go practice He's like oh yeah I'm getting ready to practice See practice and performing All of a sudden you're getting better So don't skip the meetings Don't skip the discipleship Don't skip the growth moments Keep doing those things and you'll get better in your gift Alright, and, and I, I mean even when the Apostle Paul, you say, Well, that's good from a TED talk. Well, here's what the Apostle Paul said from the Bible. In first Timothy four fifteen, he talks about being diligent in these matters. He's encouraging Timothy, and he says, Be diligent in these matters, in the gifts that you have. Be diligent. And that word, when he says be diligent, means to ponder, to meditate, to study, to practice, or exercise yourself in your gift. Isn't that interesting? Paul saying, like, Really, like, think, like, come on, practice it. I'll say this to our, our, our staff and team and volunteers and people that get an opportunity to do announcements. If you get three minutes to do announcements, you should practice and prep and be ready. You should have prepped it three, four, five, seven times up there. I've told our staff, I said, it's, uh, this is going to put pressure on them. I said, when I forget things when I'm doing announcements, it's cute. When you forget it, it doesn't look good, you know, all right, that's the truth. Because people are like, oh, Pastor Rob forgot it. That's kind of funny. He forgot. When you go up there and go, "Ah, uh, what was I supposed to announce? Uh, uh, honey, help me out. Uh, you know, that doesn't look good. All right? So you, 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 where did I go with that? I don't even know. All right, ponder. <laughs> I'm pastoring my staff right now. Paul, be diligent. Ponder, meditate, study, practice, exercise. Get ready. Be prepared for those moments. Be prepared. So these are ways that we fan into flame. Another way, you pray over your gift. You pray over your gift. Before I'm coming to preach, I am praying over this. I'm praying over this gift. God, you've given me this gift to speak and to proclaim your word in this way. I want to pray over this. I want clarity of thought. I'm praying over that gift. I'm constantly, when I come to leadership, I'm praying, God, make me a better leader when I come to those moments that I don't know. People even said, like, how did you know what to do in this last week? I was constantly praying, God, you've given me the gift of leadership. I want to be the best leader in this moment. Please lead and guide me right now show me what I'm supposed to do I am praying over my gift and I'm asking for increase on my gift I'm asking for increase on my I want it to be fanned into flame I'm praying over the gift of faith God you've given me the gift of faith may I hear you clearly may I step out in that when I hear you God a gift of faith gift of faith I'm just even telling you this when we purchased the building in the north loop we're saying, hey, we're here, we're staying. The church is here, River Valley. I don't know when the last church started in the North Loop, but when we had that elder meeting, I just felt like there was a moment and God's like, this is it. It was a gift of faith. Like we're going after this. Little did I know that kingdom builders would shoot up so much in that moment, but it was like, that's our building. That We're going there. The church is going there. We're staying in the neighborhood. We're gonna be, and it was exercising and praying, God, help me to grow in the gift of faith. Okay, so I'm praying over these things. I'm also praying for more gifts. I know what gifts I have, and I'm like, Lord, if there's new gifts you want me to have, I desire to have those gifts. But I'm going to fan in the flame. I'm going to keep stoking them and building them up, the ones that you've given to me. The other thing that I do is I stay around other gifted and Jesus hot people. I almost said I stay around others that are hot. You know, I say, okay, <laughs> Jesus hot people. So, yes, that's a good way to say it, Jesus hot. When I get around them, you know what it is? It's like fire building on fire. Fire building on fire. And if you get away from the church and you get away, you can cool down. If you get away from your gifting, you start to cool down. I want to get around with other people that have those gifts. This last week, I had an opportunity to be around some incredible leaders. And as I was there, I could just feel my gift growing i could feel it being fanned into flame i could feel like i i I almost felt guilty because i almost felt like i was taking energy i mean i was given to the group but they don't i mean just being around them it was like they were multiplying the fan in my life and and turning it up and the compressor was blowing on my life and i was like okay i was getting more faith I was getting more encouragement. I was being around great leaders and and growing in in, in my leadership gift. And I'm telling you, but when you get around those people and you stay around those other gifted and Jesus hot people, all right, all of a sudden something happens in you and you grow in your gift. There's more in us. There's more in us. There's more in every one of us. And I want to speak this over our church. Stir up the gift that is in you. Stir up the gift that is in you right now. Stir it up. There's more in you, and I need you. God needs you. He gave you that gift, and it's for his glory. And when you use your gift, the body of Christ feels the hands of Jesus around them. They feel the love of God around them. They need the most uh, anointed parking team, the most anointed greeting team, the most anointed small group leaders that are growing in their gifts. Worship team, you understand every gift. Cafe, and I could go, kids ministry. We need those people that will grow and say, I will stir up the gift that is in me, and I'll use that gift for his glory. And when we do that, when we do that, I really believe. Uh, all of a sudden, we, we can pray this and we can believe this. God, we're going to change the world that way. We're going to change the world that way. We're going to use our gifts. We're going to increase our gift. We're going to fan it into flame and we are going to change the world. We are going to burn bright for you. We are going to burn strong for you. And we need to fan that gift right into a flame, a white hot flame for your glory. I I wanna pray this over the church and I want you to receive this and I, I don't always do this, but I'm gonna ask that if you receive this, you say, God, whatever gifts are in my hands, I wanna fan them into flame. I just want you to put your hands out in front of you and just say, God, these gifts, could you fan them into flame for your glory and for your honor so they can be used to glorify your name and build your church. And so God, with hands out in front of us, God, we are saying these gifts are yours. You gave them to us and they're for your glory and for your honor. And so God, for your glory and for your honor, we say these gifts are yours and we wanna fan them into flame. Some people have been dormant on their gifts and we wake them up in the name of Jesus. We say those gifts need to wake up. They are to be used for your glory. Some people are wounded and they say, Pastor Ab, you didn't even cover what it is for me. I feel wounded. I, I, I don't know if I can trust. I pray that they could trust again. They get past their wounds and use those gifts for your glory and for your honor. God, I pray that we would take those gifts and, and use them and we turn it up a notch, turn it up a notch and use it for your glory. Lord, I pray that our church would be on fire for you as we use our gift. There'd be no doubt about it. We would serve with a, a fire and a passion for you, Lord Jesus. And we'd, and we'd not be timid. I just feel like so many times we're timid and we're like, no, 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 no. Use them, use, use them, Lord, use them. And we, I just pray, God, that there would be a, a prompting in our church to say, I'm here, I'm ready to be used. God, I'm moving forward and and hear my send me. Use my gifts for your glory. So God, I pray for our Crosstown campus. I pray specifically for them that they would realize they're stepping into their gifts. There are all sorts of gifts in that uh, Crosstown campus and I pray God that they'd use them. But for our whole church, I pray we'd step into our gifts, we'd fan them into flame and we'd realize we are not spectators. We are participating in this for your glory and for your honor. We fan this into flame. We fan this into flame. And God, I just, I just, again, I just pray this. I feel so strongly. Don't let people sit back. Don't let people hold back. Let them move forward and rush to have their gifts fanned into flame. In Jesus' name I pray, amen, amen, amen.